All right, so then the next question is, how do you work with, and we'll come back to Matt on that, how do you work with <clears throat> the opening and closing or what's something you find you do or that you're doing that actually is working some of this where you're opening and closing? So Matt, you're back. So, I'm back. Um, so part of what you said is when you were sick, you obviously you found yourself wanting to do things and doing things. And I do, and you've seen me, I do every day, open and close a whole bunch of the points and working on getting them. When I say faster and faster, I don't mean like in a rush as much as um, I don't have to work that hard to open my eyes and reasonably close my eyes or to open my hand and close my hand. And so I'm not straining or, or hurt, hurting myself. Bless you. There's the second one. All right. Um, I'm not straining myself or hurting myself to do that. So I'm not suggesting that you rush and ah, you know, this kind of a thing. What I'm really talking about is just the ability to really comfortably and easily, quickly be able to do that. Um, and so, you know, as you know, every day I, I do stuff that's opening and closing the whole body from head to toe and opening a bunch of the points and opening up and closing the different systems and manipulating them like that and making sure that they're very pliable and very alive and very breathing and, and, you know, it's just that in out kind of an, an open closing action and all that stuff. And so you said you wanted, you did some, while you were sick, you found yourself doing and wanting to do some really specific kinds of exercises. And so the question here is how do you work some of the, so what's some of the work you do? How do you do some of the work that, um, that is opening and closing like that. And then it's going to be different for everybody at different times of your development and depending on what else is going on and what kinds of training that you've got and what's going on with you, whether you're feeling great and just uh, having a great day or whether you're sick or whether you're extra busy or extra not busy or whatever it might be. And so how do you find that you're tending to work these or that you, or that you tended to work these while you were sick? Well, so I, uh, yeah, so while I was sick, I can tell you that, um, that it was a little different for me because a lot of times when I'm doing the opening and closing, it's that um, the, the, the kind of the surprise there is that, oh, I, I, I thought that part was, was really working well and it took me a little bit, um, like there's a little bit of a struggle and I'm holding on to some tension or something that I can't quite release um, or... There's something like that that, that was almost a, a discovery um, when I'm doing the work. And when I was sick, there was no mystery about it. I was locked up in very, very specific places um, in very specific ways. And so the real work that I had to do was just to try to get those parts moving um, and to relax and release that. And so I started actually um, with Wave. Um, that, that really helped to just get that movement rolling through and get some of that opening closing action um, kind of physically, but, but not so, you know, uh, opening closing, just kind of rolling randomly around through the body. And by, um, by really working on wave skill and getting that going, I could, uh, could open and close areas that, um, you know, that were a struggle otherwise. And then from there, I could really hone in on areas. And if there was some, some spot that like was extra achy, I had these kind of these kind of achy tension spots that would roll rove around my body for several days where just different spots were really tight and so I would kind of start with wave and get things moving and then I would really extra relax and release and open those areas and uh, you know let that tension roll out 
Um, but not just let it hang open. You have to be able to control it. And so that opening and closing, um, just getting it to work right and get back under my control. Um, and, and that it just, it went such a long ways, uh, you know, for me to get, to keep me relatively healthy and spry, um, you know, on the other side of it, like I could have, I could have come out in really, really bad shape. Um, and like with a lot of atrophy or whatever else, but I, I was mostly able to, to kind of keep doing my, my stuff, um, you know, for the Tai Chi anyways, cool. uh, even though I was sick. So yeah, it helped a lot. Excellent. Um, Art? Oh, I uh, found that I was doing a lot of the wave motion myself, um, whether it was actually during part of my, my practice or um, if I was just doing something throughout the day and had some time where I wasn't doing anything else, not out in a public area, which right now one isn't out in public nearly so much, that I would just sort of get a, a light wave motion. Um, and it would vary from being sort of larger, broader jet motions and gestures to um, just a very light wave, but nevertheless, I would feel um, my body just relaxing and, and opening and closing and moving from, from one arm across my back to the other arm, maybe back up, down the leg, moving across different areas, um, not necessarily to try to relax any one particular spot because maybe I didn't feel any um, strong tension, but just to um, open and close throughout the body and keep sort of subtle um, or supple uh, motions going um, where energy would flow better, um, keep my breath flowing and and the energy flowing, and I was I was thinking more actually in terms of just um, muscles and and joints opening, um, relaxing and expanding or contracting as a wave moved across. But again, just with you know the enlightenment from this topic and more about the uh, information on the acupuncture points, I. Um, We'll incorporate that now also and look forward to getting more um, better energy flow throughout my body, whether I just want to circulate it or uh, move it to a particular particular point if I feel um, tension there or to try to increase energy or um, invigorate my stomach or, or kidneys or something to um, develop more um, power and energy there. Yeah. So. Cool. Yeah, I've noticed you both have said wave, and I've used it before when I rehab my back, waving light wave and very much more internal wave. But wave was what I started with as well. Of course, one of the videos we've got out there is the wave of internal power. And the uh, I'm not sure what the address is for that on our site. If you go to the, if you go to the store, you know, on our cleartaichi.com. If you go to the, to the store page, um, then you'll see the, the, uh, the wave of internal power. <laughs> the, I'm not uh, sure we have an address 
specifically for that. But yeah, it is on the store page for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Look and then the wave of internal power is talking about how to use it just to get wave going from head to toe in a number of different ways. And then how to use it both for health and healing and then for uh, martial purposes. And, and it's, it's all the above. Um, and so if you're wanting to get better training on wave and how to use wave and how to really work wave in, in different kinds of ways, that's what you're going to want to do that anyway. So, uh, Greg. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I tend to find it all over. Um, when I'm driving, I'll be opening and closing my spine. Uh, when I'm standing, there will definitely be a moment of going through that often before I start form, I'll like hit stuff and, and do that. Uh, when I'm doing sitting meditation, I'll, I'll do that. I have, um, been so focused on opening though I do that sort of open and de-emphasize and I might seal a connection outside but I haven't sort of thought about slowing down like the Ming men in that way that we were talking about earlier so mm -hmm. I'm gonna be playing with that yeah you mean actually just working on getting it to go uh bigger and then closing to opening this kind of thing or are you, or are you saying something else on that um energetically like exploring closing through the main men and seeing exactly what how that feels and and all oh yeah okay because there's some of it when you say like oh think about jumping i'm like well yeah i'm i'm actually doing that when i'm going through these movements or when i'm thinking about that i just haven't thought of it that way i want to feel it through yeah sure yeah explore it absolutely cool um harry well of course in push hands um i love playing with it so uh -huh. um and it i especially love opening and closing the yao um because people don't know what you're doing quite frequently and the yao is the triangular area that goes from uh the bottom of your tailbone essentially up to just above your kidneys and it's like an upside down triangle right there yes so yeah well, i enjoy that and then the opening and closing of the uh, lao gungs and yan quans uh simultaneously just gives you that little extra and without any gur so yeah yep it's important <laughs> cool yeah internal internal movement and development yep. absolutely cool uh, how do you help students um obviously and you may not have thought about it like this before but when you're working with students the uh, you're probably finding there are times when there's things going on where you're kind of going, okay, they're stiff like this, or they're, uh, you know, they're stuck like that, or they're not moving this way or that way. And, and then you're helping them to troubleshoot that. What would you find is a common one that you're having to work with or that you're, um, or that you're uh, um, specifically something you figured out to do to help people to troubleshoot, by the way, with Ting, one of the first ones is most people in their ting only think about it in a very tactile, internal kind of a way. And ting, jing, listening skill, actually like listening to music that's outside of you as you open that part of your mind, that part of your perception to be able to perceive that. And so it's the same thing. People learn how to open that in order to really hear, feel, and experience that. So that's one that I commonly find that I'm working with people on. Um, and that's one of many. Uh, what's another one that you find that you commonly are, are having to work with students on or that you're seeing a lot of people come in the door or after they've been there even for a little bit, have some trouble with. And then another one for me is obviously getting people to open up the uh, bubbling well so they can root down into the ground with some very specific training for that that's in their curriculum. Anyways, go ahead. Uh, um, go ahead. 
I, all right, I'll jump in. Um, so one of the ones that I see frequently with um, older uh, students uh, in my senior classes, um, and, and I have a way of figuring out what's going on, is uh, I take them through a series of warm-ups. And the older adults really definitely need that versus when I'm doing private student classes, we just get down to business with teaching. But taking them through a 10, 15-minute warm-up is, is pretty important. So I'll have them doing shoulder rolls. And it'll be both at the same time backward, both forward, one at a time, and I have them doing that. But frequently, I will see students doing this when it's shoulder roll time. Yeah, so you're and, saying it's like they got a board across their shoulders. Well, and that board right. So there's <laughs> exactly. So sometimes, uh, in fact, more often than not, even with older students in their 60s, 70s, and some in their 80s, um, it's a mental thing, and it's not so much physical. So here's how I suss that out. I say, I say, okay, let's do um, uh, uh, lift, drop, lift, drop. And if when we do that, I see them lift, I go, oh, you can move your shoulders. So then why when we're doing shoulder rolls are we doing this? Now, if I tell them to lift and they still can't, then I go, okay, now they have an issue and we'll slowly work through it. But when you bust through that mental barrier and then get them to understand what they're doing, that makes all the difference. And I see that all the time. Yep, yep, yep. I think I barely, I vaguely remember showing that to you a long time ago. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Thank funny. you. Oh, yeah. Yep. Um, Art? Well, what, what I do, um, if I notice people just doing the um, Tai Chi and they, they seem to know the, the postures sort of intellectually and can go through them, but they're, they're stiff. Um, not smooth and flowing is I, well, actually I, I introduce wave to them. And again, um, just give them the concept of wave of moving softly and fluidly um, and just getting used to that starting small, just little um, wave motions and, and increase it throughout the body. And, and then um, going from, um, and then I say, well, you know, keep, keep that sort of, motion, physicality, and mind, and lightness, and fluidness, and then I say just, you know, start start doing the form, and then try to maintain that same lightness, wave motion, um, as, you, as you do the form, and that that, that usually helps um, with the flow, both sort of physically observing it, and internally that they're getting the energy flow throughout the body as opposed to having sure. um, constriction. Um, cool, so again, cool. I find way very helpful in that. Absolutely. Yeah, it helps them see where their stiffnesses and their tensions are so they're not doing Tai Chi looking like stick man. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have to jump in and add to that. It's a story that I tell all the time and depending who the student is, would depend on whether I would do it to them or not. Certainly not my seniors, but I'll tell the story of how around about 10 years ago at this point, I was, you didn't really know me well. I was a brand new student of yours and uh, we're in Tennessee and there's a lineup of 15 or 20 of us and you're having us do some, whatever the exercise was, I don't exactly remember, but it was a waving type of motion. And I guess I stuck out like crazy as being really stiff. And he went, you, 
come here <laughs> and you bring me up <laughs> like oh my god this is being filmed on a for a dvd or whatever and i've still never seen the video to this day but anyway you you said uh looking kind of stiff there and of course you don't realize how stiff you are when you're stiff you don't i didn't think i was stiff but i now working with students i know what i must have looked like he said we're gonna fix that right now and you start to pinch me like crazy all over and i'm like <laughs> ow, ow, ow. and you're like oh you can move and i'm like okay and that helped make the point to me on, on how to open my body up oh yeah <laughs> the uh I, if i knew what program it was i could tell you where to find that on a video in, in the library there so yeah i don't know that i want to see it <laughs> <laughs> too funny matt um yeah so the uh so i obviously have some tricks and stuff for um for like with warm-ups um for my very beginner students but a lot of times um there's just a lot of tension in the torso when they're doing their form even if they're moving good in the beginning of class, their form is still very stiff. And, uh, and what I found helps immediately is a technique that uh, you taught me, Sifu, that I don't know is available on any course or DVD anywhere or anything like that, but that is very, very helpful, um, especially for beginners, is to kind of pause towards the transitions between the moves and take an extra in-breath and then go, ah, and let oh, it yeah. out. And, um, and I find that that gets the sensation of that relaxation built in and programmed in. And then once they've kind of run through that several times, it's like, okay, now just keep that and try to keep that kind of going the whole time. Um, and, uh, and, you know, extra, extra relax if you have to, but really try to hold on to that relaxation, you know, throughout. And, uh, and a lot of times that will um, kind of get the ball rolling. Also, you know, in the basic skills, swimming dragon, uh, or the, um, wavy, waving, mm -hmm. waving loss, um, I think is what we call it in the basic skills, but that swimming, that swimming dragon, action. Swimming dragon. yeah, that action, that expression is, uh, is invaluable for getting people to loosen up in the form. Cool. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, the Tai Chi form, the, is that all of you? I, I talked to all of you about it. Yeah, okay. The Tai Chi form is supposed to help you to open and close all of the areas internally and externally. But you have to know how. Just doing standard form work, you know, like move up, move down, move, you know, that won't do it. You really do have to do the kind of work that we've been kind of, that we've been talking about and with some very specific things there. And our basic skills and intermediate uh, skills program I show you everything you need to know to open and close all of these and to do that kind of work. And in the beginning, you can manually do it, but eventually it should happen just because you think about it. Um, and the, the, basically the blood follows the E. And so as you're thinking about it, if you're thinking about the hand opening, the hand should start opening and the blood flow should start following your mind, then the chi, then the blood, that's the order of events. And so you would think about it, the, the, the energy will start to come through there and then you'll see like the hand turn red because the blood is now starting to follow that, um, the mind and the energy and like that. And so um, the, uh, if you wanna know more about that, be able to get that, then you're gonna want the Clear Tai Chi basic skills program um, and our, our curriculum that's part of the Clear Tai Chi online. 
And it includes like for the mat for the exercise you were talking about, I think that's on the video for the book, Chi Energy Activation, Cultivation and Flow. And we've got the exercises from the book on the companion DVD. And I think that one is on there. Uh, I'm pretty sure that that one is on there. Um, anyway, so to get that stuff, you'll want to go to clearmartialarts.com. Um, is there, and so I've got uh, the last three kind of points here for you is, um, are there any specific health benefits of opening and closing that now realizing and thinking about it in this context that you, that you can tell are happening for you or have happened for you or that made a difference when you maybe were having a, an injury or an illness or anything like that. And now a word from our sponsor. Is chi real? The word chi is the Chinese word for energy and energy is everywhere all around us. Physics says so. The question is not, does energy exist? Because of course energy exists. The real question is what forms of energy can human beings tap into and use? My name is Richard Clear and internal power is what I do. After over 40 years of continuous study and research, I created a one-of-a-kind online program that my students are raving about. In it, I revealed the secrets of effortless internal power. The program has had so much success, I decided to take it to the public. In fact, the results are so powerful that I put a money-back guarantee on it. Find out more about this incredible program at internalpowerkeys.com. Matt, we'll let you go first. I can tell you. Yeah, let me, let me jump in because not only did that help during the coronavirus, but that has helped me a bunch for um, uh, physical injuries. Like I do the, the, um, the Tai Chi, but I also do our C-Lot uh, program. And I get banged up sometimes. And every once in a while, there's a, you know, I'll wake up with some joints out of place or, um, you know, uh, memorably once um, when uncle was in town, my back was wrenched up bad and he he actually he, he fixed that one up for me um with sifu's help actually too um and uh and with me taking notes the whole time but um but a lot of times you know i don't have uh, a tai chi master there to fix me up um and i've got to try to take matters into my own hands and what i find is that especially if it's a joint related thing the opening closing action will uh will sort of help me set it into the right place where i really feel that like oh yeah that was off that was that was out of out of place like that was out of position and by opening closing i can get it back where it's like centered again and uh and then you know my my structure like locks back in and and the the issue with the joint it may still hurt for a couple days but as long as i keep doing that opening closing work on it and I keep, um, you know, I keep it in position and I just don't overstrain it. It really facilitates the healing process like, like gangbusters. Um, oh. And it, it has allowed me to do the kind of harder hitting stuff that we do, um, you know, without worrying too terribly much about, you know, how I'm going to feel the next day. Excellent. Yep. Okay. Um, Art? Well, I found if I um, have you know, a, a sore sprained muscle or something, um, tightness that um, to to help with the opening and closing, I will um, imagine breathing through the uh, particular, I, That's right. if, if it were a bruise, for example, or, you know, again, a, a 
a strained muscle, something. Uh, just imagine um, the air energy coming coming through that that particular injury, and that just does an incredible amount to help open up the area, everything. And um, even though it might not completely alleviate the uh, the issue initially, it does a lot to just have it um, open, relax, feel better, and um, just I can carry that feeling with me or do it again, um, you know, out in public or something without anyone really realizing what happened. But um, I found that the breathing through an injury is um, a great um, addition to. Yeah, because it's getting it to open and close. Yeah, right. sorry, sorry, go ahead. Yeah. No, I was, that's what I was going to say. Yes, it just helps a lot to, to do that. Cool. Um, Harry? Also, Art, you stole my answer. Good job. Nice. That was great. <laughs> I like, I like using breath a lot. Um, I will tell you one other little technique related to that that I use, and that is, um, like, like, just say it's my knee that is hurting for whatever reason. And I will connect, like, this will be my knee, this will be my connection to it. And I feel my knee and I kind of build up a swell of energy, maybe a little, little bit of condensing. And then with breath, I let it go and it releases the knee and it opens it for me. And I can use that on just about any part. If it's an ankle, if it's an elbow, if it's a shoulder, because I'm not going to come down to my knee like this, condense on it and then let it go. I can get there from here and let it go. And it yeah. opens. Uh, that makes cool. sense. Yeah. So you're actually making your pressing your hand against your fist, using your your e your e and your ting to feel inside your body where the pressure is at and how it is, and then to adjust it and release it. And then yeah, and then that's a good crutch step and an excellent one for people to use where they can pick up on it a bit faster. And then eventually you don't have to push on the palm, fist anymore like that. You can just do it with your mind. Yes. And you're probably able to do that sometimes yes. now. Yes, yes. Uh, so. I find it's kind of like uh, with our fogung, how you can use just your mind, but it's still helpful to use the hand. Absolutely. So it's a Absolute. similar sort Absolutely. of thing. Okay. What's that? So it's just a similar sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. Thank cool. you. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. Um, let's see. Um, yep. And then... Have you found anything specific in the way of internal power benefits from opening and closing? And I know, Harry, I know you with the push hands have. Um, Art, I can tell you want to jump in there. Go ahead. Well, um, it's, it's not maybe a specific issue or um, emitting of energy, but just sort of an overall um, increase of energy um, in the sense that sort of an enlivening um, where I feel more powerful internally. I feel more more energetic, almost um, physically larger in, in a sense. Um, yep. Just feel bigger. Um, so yeah, because again, everything's I, open. When everything's right. open, it's going to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, again, I hadn't necessarily been thinking exactly in those terms, but that's exactly it. So um, again, that's um, pretty much the um, result I get from that and, and how it works for me. Cool. Um, Harry? 
uh, bingo, push hands. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so talk about that for a minute, though. The internal power benefits of opening and closing that you're kind of experiencing in the push hands there. Um, you can be connected to someone, and assuming you truly have good connection and good targeting and all that, um, you don't really, you know, I, I've have have been known for being too gurish, too raw, <laughs> which you, you know, smack me down on, which is great. Um, but just doing opening and closing, which is relatively subtle. But if you combine multiple spots, I'm opening and closing the neck girdle, I'm opening and closing the Lao Gongs, Yan Quan, uh, Yao, and, and, and on and on, um, you can move someone through that. Now, it's not magic where if they're going to be rah, rah, rah with you that just those openings are going to work, but if you're playing, it, it will help. It will add to the physicality, but if you're playing the really internal game and you're being very subtle with your movement to get effect, the opening and closing makes a huge difference. Yeah, a lot of power. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, we've got the yin-yang of Tai Chi package. It's got three videos in it. One of them is absorb and project. Um, and then, uh, and with that, the absorbing your opening and then you're closing and aiming. So it's kind of like you take a water hose and you put your finger on the, your thumb over the top of the end of the water hose and, you know, you shoot it back out of there yes. like that. And it's specific actions where you're using the open and closing. And of course the training is on there for being able to, to manipulate the energy in those kinds of ways. And so it's absolutely that, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Cool. Um, and it's also got to do what the hard and soft is one of the other videos that's in that package. And it's there for that kind of reason that that changing from hard to soft is helping you for opening and closing again uh, and all that kind of thing. Yep. Uh, Matt. Yeah, I have, um, I've experienced the same thing, uh, as you are where I actually like physically feel bigger sometimes. Um, and that is interesting. Um, and uh, um, I've also noticed that it really enhances your perception, your awareness, um, like your, uh, your awareness of your surrounding improves when you've done more of that work and um, your reflexes improve. Uh, at least that's been my experience of it where like I'm but kind of before I realize it, I'm like catching something that someone dropped or like something is about to fall off the table, but I stop it. Um, and it's like, it's in my hand and I'm kind of going, what, what just happened, you know, before I, before I even realized, like, consciously that, that, like, I perceived this and I caught the bottle before it, you know, fell off the table or whatever it is. Um, my, uh, um, it, it seems to have really improved my, uh, my awareness um, and my reaction time in that way, too, which is interesting. It invigorates the nervous system too, which is then helping your nervous system respond a lot uh, more ably and faster. Gotcha. Yeah. Cool. Um, and so I had here talk about fighting Fajin benefits of opening and closing, which we've kind of got into already in terms of talking about the internal power benefits. Is there anything you guys would want to add to that for the things you found for the for the fighting or Fajin benefits of being able to open and close? Well, um, nothing that I have direct experience with, but um, just again, from the uh, enlightenment from this um, topic and talking about it more and, and hearing things, um, I, I hope to work with the opening and closing, the internal development 
the, the feeling larger, more just to, to expand that, um, expand those feelings and that sensation. So when the, the chance, um, and hopefully in the near future, increases for actual interaction, I can probably maybe just through push hands, but whatever, um, try to actually put the developing skills into action and um, improve them even more. Cool. Terry? Um, well, like anything, um, it, there's uh, a big difference between working on opening your wrists and your and, and various joints from a health perspective, and that's awesome. But if you're going to be using it at different levels for fighting and things like that, then you really have to work the skill um, and get it quicker, faster, more, um, so you can make that change of state. If you just do it purely for health, that's awesome. But if you want to take it beyond that, then you've got to work the skill like any other skill that right. we work. Yes. Have to put in the time yes. and the work. Absolutely. Yeah. And then the other thing I was going to tell you is that with that is that as you continue to develop along the lines of what we've been talking about and doing that, then you can't, you get better and better at being able to exert mental influence on the other person so that you can open or close parts inside of them, um, first through touch and then eventually just with your mind. And then that's got great healing stuff. It also has um, extreme martial stuff, including one of the more advanced Demach methods is to seal, hence to close, um, areas inside the other person's body. And then that's, you have to be careful with that. That can be deadly. So, and which is what it's designed for if you really had to use it. But obviously we don't want to be hurting um, our practice partners and our friends and, and acquaintances and all that kind of thing. So, so don't go crazy trying to work that just yet. Get skill with it. The other one being that if you accidentally closed it inside of them, you should only be practicing that when you have the skill to also then open up, open it back up, release it. And so if you train it, in the in the manner for your own health for being able to open and close all of yours then being able to gradually being able to open and close somebody else's as yours are opening and closing and in different kinds of ways and you have that mental the e control over that and the ting to be able to feel and know how much because you can actually feel it um, now you're going to be doing that in a very responsible and good way and if you have it at that, if you have it at the level where you've just played around with it and all that, real situation happens. You probably don't have it good enough to really use it. You do it the way I'm talking about for good development and for safety and all of that. And the other thing you'll find is that because you've actually got that real skill, you can use it for real as well. That you'll be able to do that. Anyways, Matt, go ahead. Follow that. Aha. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know that. I don't know that I can follow that. Um, what I will say is that opening and closing is really powerful for fudging if you add it to other fudging things. It's also really powerful on its own as like a sudden state change kind of a fudging. And it works really well. For some reason, people have, at least my experience of it is that it's a little more intuitive going from open to close, but it's really, really powerful going from close to open. And so um, if you know how to do like change of state fudging and you've worked some whole body like opening and closing type stuff, um, you know, carefully, safely try that and express that and, uh, and really work the, the change of state from both open to close and close to open. And you'll see there's a ton of juice in it. Like a yeah, ton and of the, And the change of state is taught in our, in our uh, intermediate uh, Tai Chi curriculum online. 
at clearmartialarts.com. Sorry, I had to plug it. <laughs> yeah, Go ahead. no, it's great. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's where I learned the change of state fajing actually was in that program. Um, and so, yeah, it's, uh, um, uh, but it's very powerful in it. And uh, so, yeah, definitely, if you have not played with that before um, and, uh, you know, fajing is your thing, um, de definitely try it with some open and close and, and, uh, and see what kind of juice you get out of it because uh, it can be very impressive. Cool. All right, guys. If there is there any other questions you wanted to ask or any other statements you wanted to make, now's the time. Uh, early in the call, you had mentioned talking about the uh, person I was working with that was overheating uh, with mm -hmm. uh, energetic uh, yes. stuff. So um, I, I have a student up in the Toronto area. Uh, she's new to Tai Chi, but not new to some energy practices. So I can kind of go over some things with her that you might not exactly go over with a completely beginning student. And every time she's running energy, she tends to get overheated. So I immediately said, okay, put your mind in your Ming Men, taught her what that point is and run the heat out of that. And it worked with no problem whatsoever. In fact, she was blown away by how fast that solved the problem. But my question or concern is, why would she be overheating almost all the time when we run energy? Um, and I guess without, you know, truly knowing her and, and scanning her and all that, you can't exactly answer, but maybe there could be some ideas. Yep. And so I would start looking from top to bottom and start, you can start at as high up as psychic point and make sure you work your way all the way down into brooding skills and see if there's anywhere that's stuck closed first. And then if there's not anything that's closed, that's stuck closed, or that's just, she's holding closed that she has not open and closed this kind of a thing. Then is there anything stuck open um, and obviously alignment connections and make sure that the, the alignments through are from top to bottom are all like really connected properly and all of that. Otherwise she isn't getting flow through because there's a, just a lack of connection as opposed to something being stuck closed or tensed or held in a certain way. And that kind of thing. Does she have an injury that is causing that? And it can be an injury that causes the close to be like that, or that causes even the open to be like that, although normally it's going to be towards a close, right? And so you're looking from top to bottom to see if there's an area like that. And if there is, if what can you do to adjust it and that kind of a thing? And you can use the fog on and scanning to, to help to do that. Um, and then there should be information out of that that, and, and in terms of working with her, some adjustment that you're able to make that that alone may make the difference. And if not, then it should at least give you a lot more information about what likely is happening. Okay. All right. Now, if it's emotional. Yep. Cause that could be stuck closed or open as well. Right. So then I would look at uh, middle Dantian because that's the emotional center that way. And, or, you know, and, or sometimes through talking to somebody, you find out there's trauma and that trauma has got them in a very specific state that then is open or closed. And so it's a matter of being able to really calm down and settle, or it's a matter of being able to move freely. I'm talking about both of these things that you could do with the Tai Chi form actually. Right. Um, or being able to move freely and openly and, and softly and with a bit of internal wave, but not, not an exaggerated wave so much, although maybe it depends on what they need um, to try to get things to kind of pass through and to, and to be worked. And then the opening and the closing aspects everywhere and even opening and closing exercises from top to bottom. Once you've kind of got the, got the lay of the land, what's happening there um, can make that kind of a difference. 
okay. you know, can, Thank really, you. can really help you to get in there and, and make adjustment like that. Um, you know, and it doesn't mean that if there's a trauma, the trauma is gone. It just means that you're, you're helping them go through various different kinds of physical and energy states that then are helping to take care of the heat situation that you're talking about, which then will lend itself to going deeper into their system and psyche um, and other aspects. Somebody is tense all the time and now they're getting calmness. Um, you know, they're, they're going to get a lot of other peripheral benefits to that. Thank you very much. Thank you. You're welcome. Absolutely. The, uh, Harry had, is the one that had asked me the other day about this, and then that was where this kind of came from for talking about this to this topic today. So, uh, cool. All right. Um, so now a word from our sponsor. Uh, if you want to know more about this and using these kinds of skills and the stuff that we've been talking about, you'll want to go and, and if you haven't already taken Clear Tai Chi Basic Skills Program, get involved in that. And if you have that going on, then get into the intermediate program that follows right behind that. And you can access that stuff for our monthly membership program at clearmartialarts.com, www.clearmartialarts.com. And thank you guys for participating today. Thank you everyone for listening. And if you have any comments or anything for us or want to have questions, please make sure to get them to us and post them ideally where you see this posted or where you've heard this posted, you know, where you got this to listen to it, watch it, whatever, um, that kind of thing. And we will, uh, we'll, we're always on the lookout for that. And we'll be trying to get uh, you an answer fairly directly. Um, and so thank you for listening. Thank you guys for participating and more next time. Have a great, have a great week. If I don't talk to you before it's over, I'm sure at least some of you, I will. Thank you. Thanks, thank you Thanks everybody. And now, a word from our sponsor. For those of you who are interested in internal power and want a reliable place to start, and for anyone who wants to experience internal power for themselves, go to internalpowerguide.com. I built a crash course in hands-on internal power. The Practical Guide to Internal Power is a work-at-your-own-pace online program. It is the course I use to get students from zero to 60 as quickly as possible and it is totally free. So sign up at internalpowerguide.com now and get started right away. That's internalpowerguide.com.